Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. We are in the state that we are in, in our country and in our world, because of a lack of communication and a lack of effective communication. Welcome to the CornerCast, brought to you by Kelsey's Corner, a safe place for unscripted moms. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help moms find confidence and purpose outside of motherhood. On the CornerCast, you will hear real stories about the struggles of mom life, hilarious things my toddlers do, and hacks to help your life easier so you can enjoy it more. I'll cover hard topics and pull back layers you might miss while comforting you with lots of laughs along the way. I see you. I hear you. I am with you. Feeling hopeless and unmotivated as a mom is one of the hardest feelings. I want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey, there's always help. Therapy changed my life. And if you've thought about taking the step to prioritize your mental health, you will always find options to help you right here. If you're interested in getting a therapist to work one-on-one with, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash bravehearted and get a discount on your first month today. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode five of the Corner Cast. And it's crazy to me to think that we're already on the fifth episode here since we made this little switch over. And if you are missing the Bravehearted podcast, I've got news for you. I have talked to a few people, and I want to make sure that you guys recognize that while this place is centered around moms and parenting and there's more humor involved and stories and things like that. I'm absolutely 100% going to still talk about hard things. And today, actually, we're going to talk about how to have hard conversations. This is just something that is recurring over and over in the conversations that I'm having with people because of where we are in the world today and what people are struggling with. And everybody feels like they want to speak up, but they don't know how to speak up. And we quiet ourselves because we're scared of saying the wrong thing. And there's just so many different elements that go into this. So what I want to talk about today is just some ways that will be helpful for you to have hard conversations with people, maybe around hard topics that tend to be avoided. I want you to leave feeling empowered as if the places that you are or were fearful of speaking up in or the people that you were scared to talk to, that you can approach more confidently because you have some good tools to be able to do that. So. Let's talk about how to have hard conversations. One of 
the things that I'm realizing in talking to clients. And I have a mom specifically, and this has been many of my clients, that so in our relationships with our partners, we struggle to speak up and we struggle to ask for help. And asking for help is one of the most powerful things that we can do. And sometimes the reason why we're not asking for help is because we're afraid of just having the conversation as a whole to even get to the place of asking for help. So there's a lot of reasons why we don't really have hard conversations. And obviously the biggest reason is that it's uncomfortable. You know, like I said, I have the client who's a mom and with a lot of a lot of my clients we're talking about in those relationships and not being able to communicate in an effective way in the relationship and what that leads to in a relationship. So in talking to this client in particular, it was a recurring conversation of her being stressed out and really having a lot of anxiety. And so my questions were always, you know, what have you done? And, you know, what are you fearful of? And just getting, trying to get to the root issue. And a lot of it stemmed from avoidance of having hard conversations. And so that is really common. And that's not the only client that I've had that conversation with. Why don't we have these conversations? Most times because we're scared. We're scared of what the other person may may think, may say, may do, what will come from the conversation. And it's hard for us to rationalize going through that uncomfortable place when we don't see the value in ourselves. And when we see the value in ourselves and when we understand who we are and what's important to us, those conversations do become easier because it just seems like this is who I am and so this is what I do. And if something upsets me, then I speak on it. But most people are not to that place yet, but you can be. And so we don't have hard conversations because we're scared and because it seems easier, especially in the moment, to avoid and to procrastinate on saying anything. So we hold out hope that basically whatever the problem is or the issue is, we'll just resolve on its own or go away. And then we end up in the place maybe months or years later to where we've lived in this chronic state of stress and anxiety because we still haven't had that conversation. So you have to ask yourself in any conversation that you're avoiding having, what is that doing to you? What kind of stress and anxiety is avoidance actually causing you? And you really have to put things into perspective for yourself because it's easy in the moment, in the day to brush things off. But when it's months and years later and you still haven't had the conversation and you're recognizing that you're starting to be worn down and exhausted because you aren't speaking up about something that's important to you, you start to see the importance and you start to see the manifestation physically and mentally 
of what not having important conversations because they're hard really does to you. We know that we're not having these conversations because we're fearful. So when you're fearful of what could come from a conversation, you have to kind of fact check that and, you know, understand that you're assuming something and you have anxiety about that. And we don't know what is going to come from a conversation, but what you do know and what you will always know is that you can honor yourself. You can choose yourself. And it's so important for us, especially as mothers, to learn how to communicate effectively and have conversations about things that are uncomfortable because we have to be able to teach our children how to do the same. We are in the state that we are in, in our country and in our world because of a lack of communication and a lack of effective communication. If people are seen and heard and understood more because these conversations are happening, we can avoid a lot of where we are right now. And that's my true belief. So we know that we avoid because of fear. And we know that we tend to procrastinate and hope that things will resolve on their own or eventually go away or tell ourselves whatever we need to tell ourselves in that moment in order for us to just get by another day without having that conversation. So my ask of you is to check in with yourself and ask if you are facilitating and putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions in order to grow and in order to learn and in order to honor yourself. Because if you aren't, then how can you expect your children to do that? So a lot of this really stems from our confidence as people to where, you know, when we've spoken up in the past, maybe something that was said that discouraged us from speaking up again, you know, or maybe just the topic is so heated and so triggering for you or for the person that you need to speak with that, again, fear plays a role in the reaction that may or may not happen. But this is like anything. Until you put yourself in the position to see, you just don't know. You don't know how somebody's going to react if you haven't had that interaction with them. And if it's somebody that you have had interactions with and you're fearful of that reaction, then that's where you start the conversation is I'm very fearful to have this conversation and I feel scared to approach you with this. And I'm asking that you don't respond in this way and just being honest about where you are. But if we can't be confident in our ability to have these conversations, we aren't going to have them. And so that's why I want to give you guys some things that you can use within conversations to, you know, approach and be a part of hard conversations that you may be avoiding or even just speaking up in general. So, so there's three things that I have for you 
that can help to facilitate a hard conversation. And the first one is just simply going into the conversation with the intent of expressing your feelings. And this is hard for people because a lot of times, because we procrastinate and we avoid the conversation, we have layers of resentment or anger or frustration that have built. And so our tendency is to wait until we explode. And that's when the conversations are happening. And those, as we all know, are not productive conversations because all that we're expressing is anger and we can't get anywhere with that. We have to peel back those layers. So when you go into a conversation, if you stop having the expectation or the intent to change the person on the other side of the conversation and instead go in with the intent of simply expressing how you feel and actually using I feel statements. I feel sad when this is happening. I feel upset that you know this is reoccurring. It hurts me when you speak to me that way or whatever it is in which you are simply saying how you feel to the person on the other side of this conversation, it feels less like an attack and more as if it's just an expression to where you will get somebody that's going to be more receptive and more willing to hear you when you say, hey, I feel really sad when that happens versus you're an asshole or, you know, the whole, the anger spiel, the the anger explosion that happens from those layers that have built up. When somebody comes at us with anger, we are likely to respond with anger because it is our job to protect ourselves. But if we make it a goal to go in just with the intent of expressing our feelings and just asking them to listen to those, it can be a completely different conversation. So that's the first thing that I want you to think about when we when we talk about how to have hard conversations is don't think about going into the conversation to tell the other person everything that they're doing wrong. Think about going into the conversation and telling someone how what they're doing is making you feel. And it makes the conversation a little less scary because we're talking about Again, expressing emotions instead of trying to play the blame game. So the second thing that can be really helpful for having hard conversations, and I do want to say that all of these things work with anybody, whether it's a work relationship, an adult, or even a child. The importance in expressing feelings and using feeling words as an adult It's so important. It's so important because it's our job as parents to teach our kids to talk about feelings and to teach them how to express their emotions to other people. And so if you're teaching them by using I feel statements, like when Cameron is in this phase of defiance with his language. And so Anything that is asked of him, he's responding pretty much with no. 
like, you know, the sassy little, and sometimes even like a tongue out, like spit at your mom kind of thing. And that really, that really grinds my gears, if you know what I mean. And so I have to take a second and pull myself back and remind myself that he's not just an asshole. He's a toddler. He's learning. He is trying to express his feelings in the way of something he doesn't want to do what I want him to do. And so I choose to express to him, I feel very sad and I feel very disrespected when you do that. And what I've noticed is even when I say, you know, that makes me, if I tell him that makes me disappointed or, you know, that hurts my feelings, I think that it registers more with him than, you know, just trying to exert power or yell at him or something like that. Practicing just expressing those emotions and just the communication back and forth being this happened and it made me feel this way. It's just like building a new habit in which, you know, that's how we speak in this house. Most of the time, we're still human. I still yell at my kids sometimes. I'm not perfect. But when, you know, the good majority of the time, that's how we speak to each other because we want to show them that if somebody says something that doesn't feel good, then we say that didn't feel good. Not you're an asshole or start accusing the other person. Because you'll notice that's how a lot of adults are currently having conversations. So anyways, on to the next thing. Number two is trying to build an understanding of the other person in the conversation. So again, going into conversations and especially hard conversations which in which there's some fear, we go in like with these walls up. Like we're like ready to fight or we're ready to protect. And, and that's, that's normal. It's, you know, that's, that's what our brains are, are built for is to, to protect us and to keep us safe in that we tend to get into that mode of when we start having a conversation, we stop listening to people and we start just formulating what our response is going to be. And in that we're not listening anymore. And if we're not listening, then we can't understand. And so you can kind of fix this by asking questions of the other person to help you to build an understanding because that's where the word miscommunication comes from. It's just, you don't understand something, something was misunderstood. And so, you know, if somebody is speaking to you in a certain way and you say, you know, that makes me feel upset, then it's like, oh, I didn't know, right? It's so it's like maybe that was the way that they were always spoken to in their household. And so you don't really know where something comes from. And so if you go into the conversation instead of the intent to attack or, you know, only state your case, it's okay, here's how I feel. And can you help me to understand why you feel differently? If we're talking about hard subjects like religion 
or politics or all these subjects that people want to avoid talking about because they're hard. These are the subjects that we need to be talking about because we have to break the silence of these are things we don't talk about at the dinner table or whatever you know we've been told for all these years. We don't talk about them because we haven't been taught how to talk about them. So when you're sitting across from a person that feels differently than you, you can ask them, you know, help me to understand why you feel that way. And in that, the point is not to get on the same side. The point of effective communication is to understand not to be best friends forever, okay? And that's, I think, why a lot of people avoid conversations because they're like, well, I don't really care. I don't desire a relationship with that person or what. But if you're going to be around that person and if they've done something that hurts you or if you have something that you feel like you need to say and you're not expressing it, you're only hurting yourself. So try to build an understanding of where the other person is, practice empathy and practice asking questions to see if you can better understand why do they feel that way or what would cause them to make that decision that they made or say that thing that they said. So ask more questions. And then the third thing is something simple, but it's effective and it's what I have a lot of my clients do. And it's writing down what you feel like you want to say. Because when you see things on paper, you can get a little more feedback. And so sometimes, especially especially if we're, you know, in a meeting and, you know, in a place to where we can have, you know, notes in front of us or whatever, it can be helpful because a lot of times we can put ourselves in situations and then once we're there, it's like, oh, I'm going to be small again. I'm going to make myself, you know, I'm just going to sit over here and I'm only going to say this part. So it's kind of serves as a reminder to these are the things that are important to me that I want to say. And when you're writing them, you can see, okay, is this, am I blaming here? You can, it allows you to be a little more honest with yourself as well to where you may recognize some things as you're writing down the things that you want to say or writing down the feelings that you have around this certain topic or conversation. You may recognize some things just in the writing portion of this to where it's like, you know what? That's actually connected with this. And I realized that that actually hurt me because of this. And that allows you to build a better understanding and express in a way that the people on the other side can have a better understanding of you. So writing down what, you know, your feelings around a conversation or, you know, what you would like to say in the hard conversation before having it, it also can build confidence a little bit because it's almost like a preview of like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. It's like, you know, doing a a practice speech or running through something, you know, the night before when it's like, okay, I have to talk in front of the class tomorrow. So I'm going to talk in front of my parents tonight. It's kind of like that sort of scenario in which you're like, okay, like I feel 
a little more confident saying this out loud now because I, I've written it down and I recognize that is how I really feel. And so that is something I need to express. So just running back through all three of these things, if you need help in having hard conversations and if you are the person that is avoiding and procrastinating on speaking up or having hard conversations and you're recognizing that it's manifesting in stress and anxiety for you and avoidance, you know, we not only sometimes do we avoid the conversation, but then we avoid environments or people because of us not wanting to have these conversations. So the first thing is going in with the intent to just express your feelings and using I feel statements. The next thing is to try to build an understanding of the other person by asking questions to gauge where they're at and where they're coming from. And the third thing is to write down what you want to say before you say it and let that be your feedback and expand on that. I hope this has been helpful for you guys today. I know that it's fantastic to see partners of my clients and the communication and households continuing to get better because conversations aren't being avoided. And I promise you that even though it's scary, that you can absolutely do hard things and have hard conversations. And when you do, it feels so good because you know that you honored yourself and you know that you did something hard and that feels good. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope you're taking good care of yourself. And before we go, I just want to say for my podcast listeners, the Corner Collective, which was formerly the Bravehearted Collective, is actually opening for enrollment on September 7th. And so I haven't released that date publicly, but I figured I'd give you guys a little sneak peek there. And the collective is my group coaching program. And it was one of the most fantastic experiences of my life. And I'm still connected with almost all of the girls and it's fascinating to see the growth that happened within each of these people's lives, even though they were living very differently. So I hope that if you've been thinking about working with me, that you'll join me for this next round of the collective. And always remember that I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you. Talk soon, guys. So one of the most common questions I get is about self-care and specifically within that about creating routine. And so I want to give you guys one of my favorite products that I use in my morning and night routine. Whenever you're creating a morning or a night routine, it can sometimes feel like work. And so My best tip for creating some sort of routine is always going to be starting with something small. And that's how I started using Tula skincare and it fell so easily into a routine. Because honestly, 
You can simply start with washing your face and using a moisturizer. It doesn't have to be some big, fancy, long process. But what I did notice is, number one, my skin got better. Number two, I started to feel better. Just having that added to my routine, it's just a really small piece of self-care. And honestly, morning and night, I spend less than five minutes doing it. So if you've ever looked at Tula, I love Tula for a lot of reasons. And honestly, I use all of their products. But if you want to try Tula, hop on there and start your hashtag self-care routine without it taking any significant amount of time in your day. But it really does make a difference. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.